You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Well, it's uh, 27 minutes to 10. A listener says, is it permissible to marry a divorced woman who has says she only wants to marry a person for her physical needs? That is no financial or other obligations to start. Remember, if that is her aim, then my advice to you, you shouldn't marry her. So after one year, two years, you go half past six and you finish, then she'll tell you that you're good for nothing, then she'll look for another husband and so forth and so on. So you must marry a woman for her taqwa, for her piety, for her good character. And remember that she must be the role model for your children and so forth and so on. So if this is what she's saying, me, I'll never advise you that you should marry such a woman. Uh, why is it our landlords are charging people so much rent to start? So you don't see from tomorrow petrol prices going up, everything is skyrocketing in South Africa. So you must remember that. So they also got other one expenses and so forth. And you can't say all the landlords and so forth. We staying here, alhamdulillah. My cousin, I have to make dua for him every day. Our Butigani and his parents and grandparents, Allah give them all Jannatul Firdaus, you know, who passed away, obviously. Those who are alive, Allah ta'ala grant siha afia. So we must remember some are good, some are a little bit zalim, and that we obviously we get all types of people. So to exploit people, that is not right. But in South Africa, you see what is happening now. They're never mind hijacking people, they're hijacking buildings now, you must remember. You know, every time I go on the car, I just switch on the radio to hear what they're talking. So today I laugh, you know. <laughs> they reckon in Durban, they want to demolish. Listen carefully. In Durban, some buildings that are being hijacked by the people, they want to demolish it. But now they, the council and the landlords are having it out now. This is my building. How can you demolish it? Never mind, these guys are hijacking it. But you got no rights. It's my building. So now some are in court and some are thus. And there's a long story going on and so forth. The biggest problem is that you gave so much rights to the criminals that you must remember they feel it's better for them to commit crime than to go and work. And that is the truth. You must remember that. It's like a beggar in the street. You ask him for what you're begging. He'll ask you how much wages you'll pay me. You tell him 1,000 rand a week or 2,000 or 5,000. Mm. He say I make more begging. He must remember <laughs> this type of things. Yeah? So these guys sit on their laurels, play with the hardies, watch the TV and play with the Wi-Fi and all that and get three meals a day so this is very good for them it's prior crime it pays them you must remember compared to working and leading an honest life so the whole problem is your laws and your justice system it stinks you must remember that cases going on for 10 10 years and all that way in the world you see all this nonsense <laughs> let's go to UK uh, is it okay for two Bali girls to sleep in the same bed? Is there any sin if they do? Remember, they are blood sisters to start. We don't what? see anything wrong. It's not what you see and I see. Islam means Muslim. Muslim means I submitted, I surrendered myself to Almighty Allah, to Mustafa Rasulullah and to Deenul Islam. So Mustafa said, At the age of seven and all that, you must start separating the beds and everything there. So remember, you don't see all what's today going on, LGBT, and then one woman gets busy with another woman, one boy busy with another boy. You don't see what happened in Gabon. Go and read, go see. What a shame and disgrace. 
You must remember, they got the soccer teams, the youngsters. So they're 16, 17 years old. They went to go play soccer, and then they took them to a place where not one person, not one male got clothes on, all without clothes. And then they start harassing them, molesting them. This going on for three decades. Can you believe that here in Africa? And about the church and all that, don't even speak. Every pope has to go and apologize for the pedophilia. The priests are busy with the monkeys, busy with the nun, and some monkey business going on there. Mm. So all the shaitaniyat, you must remember. So Islam, it solves problem from the roots. So from that young, young age, separate. No altogether business in that. Not permissible. Mm. Someone who wants to know, Ustad, what do you mean that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was born six one five five years after Hazrat Adam was dead? So you must remember, I never said that. Show me one place that I said so. So you must remember this. We said Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu Milad Mubarak took place. You must remember on a Monday, and it was Wulidan Nabiul Mustafa sallallahu Amal Field during the year of the elephant. Fifty-five days prior to Miladun Nabi Irhasat was taking place. Extraordinary events were taking place. So the birds came, destroyed the elephants, Abraha and so forth. And then on that Monday, 20th April, 571 Gregorian calendar. And you must remember it was 4.36 to 4.40 a.m. Subha Sadiq time. And even today I got the whole calendar for Saudi Arabia, Makkah, Medina and all the cities of, of Saudi Arabia, the major cities, so perpetual calendar. So you can go check it up there also. So there you will see between 4.36 4.40, Habib Unas honorable birth takes place. And what happens? Your mission message is Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu take the people out from the darknesses in which they are groping in and bring them to the radiance of Islam. The hadith in Bukhari Sharif is this, that with the going away of Isa salam, to the heavens in the state bodily, physically, and whilst he's awake, and it's not a dream and a vision or something, and then between him, Jesus, Nabi Isa salam, who was the last prophet and messenger of the Israelites, and Mustafa salam, then is 600 years, the hadith is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. That is what we say. All this, what you're saying, I don't know who gave you those things there. I never ever said it. Ustad, uh, Dubai wants to know what is the Sunnah method of carrying the janazah, Ustad? So you must remember the Sunnah method is you must go quickly, Asri Ubil Janazah, and you must remember in this, this difference of opinion, the Shafi'is, Hanbalis, and them say that the men should be in front because Sayyidina Bakr, Sayyidina Umar used to be in front of the janazah and they will go in front a Yashfi'an, that they will intercede for the janazah, the mayit, and so forth and so on. Hanafis use the hadith, Wattiba'il janais. You must follow the janazah so the people should be behind and then you take turns and so forth and so on. And we put the mayit and the janazah on our shoulders. Not like the non-Muslim Christians and others that they have the pole bearers and whatever else they carry, call them and carry them like a pack of potatoes and so No, no, no. We carry on our shoulders, remember that to give honor to the disease and not we care like Quran I, when I see students today I get so upset they're holding Quran all that and they're carrying it down you know 
We were so young and we were taught when you hold the Quran Sharif, then you hold the Quran Sharif with both hands, or if you carry it carry with one hand, then you carry it with the right hand and you put here up here by your chest, by your mm. heart and so forth, to show love and respect. Not you carry it like some comic or some magazine or some book or something. So that is disrespect to the noble Quran. That is disrespect to the noble Quran and similarly here as well. So you must remember that we must show our utmost respect and reverence. That is what Islam is teaching us to the Mayyid and the Janaza as well. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, how is the Sharia law applied in, for example, South Africa? So, for example, if the directors of Amanat stole shareholders' funds, should their hands not be chopped off, Ustad? So, you must remember that who's got the authority to do that? There are so many people stealing and so forth, you must remember that. So, you can't go take the law into your own hands. You must have jurisdiction, you must have authority and so forth. So, any company it can be. So, you must remember if the director I'm using the word if if the company the directors whoever else stole and so forth so they must repay all that money and they must say they took 5 million 10 million 20 million and how much extra they made out of that money all that must be returned and they must be named and they must be shamed and they must be disqualified from holding post as trustees and all that for any masjid any madrasa darulum and so forth that is within our jurisdiction but you can't go now and amputate their hand and all that they will put you away in jail and so forth because you don't which Muslim country is doing it today you <laughs> must have. one person asked me now in Durban or somewhere he said that you are on the radio people embracing Islam and so forth and so on and then what happens to them that who's there to follow up I say we tell them they must go to their local ulama and their local apas or muallima and so forth then I asked him one question. I say, your children, so who's following them up? Your children, they're reading five times a lot. I'm asking you. So he looked down and he walked away. <laughs> See, that is very easy to yeah, ask yeah. other people, what you're doing, does this. Your own children, you can't apply Sharia and you want to apply Sharia everywhere else and so forth. So therefore, Islamic law is such. We're living in South Africa. Who prevents you from practicing on the Sharia? Nobody. You can wear hijab, you can wear niqab, you can have big beard, you can wear kurta, you can read your five daily salat in the masjid for the men, the woman at home, you can give adhan in your mics, one, two, a few places you can't, but nobody really prevents you from all these type of things. After many years, you know, now in my travels, I heard the bells ringing of the church, you know, because we are staying in one place, and then I heard the bells, so I just smiled, you know. I said, these are the church bells going on the Sunday, and so so normally yeah, in lands and that you don't you know bells ringing and all these type of things there yeah. so you must, they also fell asleep maybe they say no no the bells are troubling us but the, that is sharia where you must learn to implement it but if people stole and you got evidence then you must name them you must shame them and they must be disqualified they must not hold any trust any you must remember post as a trustee and so forth that is what Islam teaches us <laughs> Somebody says if a person has taken about 50 soaps and shampoos from the hotels in Medina Tul Munawara, from the trolley in the hallway, Ustad, to give family and friends as gifts, 
It's Mustaf- haram there. Totally haram. They don't belong to you. It's in the trolley. It's going. That person must go and put in this room. That room totally haram. And you steal in Medina. You, your hands must be chopped up. You must remember that. Right in the city of Nabi alayhi salam, you're stealing. Inna lillahi wa What they put in your room, that you can take. But you can't go there in the trolley and just steal everything and say for my first wife and second wife and for my uncle and my dada and daddy and my grandchildren and all. You must go back to that hotel and reimburse them and go pay back all that back again. Absolutely haram. You should be ashamed of yourself. You do all these haram things in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara. It's a major, major sin. (laughs) I see somebody says here, is Brother Ibrahim Anderson a real person? Anonymous Brother Ustad. I met him personally, so you must remember what you think. He's a robot. You're jealous or what, brother? (laughs) I think you need a vaccine up your posterior. (laughs) Ustad, is uh, contraception allowed in Islam? No, but not permissible. All these are shaitaniyat things. You must remember that. The couple, they get married now. But because all day they influence and they bombarded, you must remember, by the Western media. I don't say every couple now. But we get all these questions and they ask many couples. They say, no, first three years, two years, five years, we don't want children. We just want to enjoy and that. So we will use contraceptives and so forth. And I want to remain slim and trim. I don't want to lose my shape and all this things here. I want to look like a model for my husband and all. All fairy tale stories and so forth. So now you use. It's haram to use for all these type of reasons, contraceptives. So as a rule, contraceptives are haram. If there's some need, necessity, that is the exception to the rule. Exception to the rule is not the rule. The rule is, is haram, is not permissible. Ustad, do you know of any reliable Shafi'i scholars whom we can direct questions in English? We're from Umslanga, Ustad. Yes, send it to us in Inshallah, we will help you out there in Darulum Talimuddin. So you must remember, they are teaching Shafi Fiqh. You can ask them there. Go to Darulum Newcastle, contact them there. There they go Shafi Ulama also. You can contact them there. So I already gave you two, three places. You can send to Talimuddin there in Springo Beach. You can send to Darulum Newcastle. You can send to me. When I was in Darulum Newcastle and teaching, so in the starting of the year, Mona Sema used to ask, who will teach this kitab? I pick up my hand. So he used to always look at me. He say, you know this kitab? I said, no. But I said, but I'll make mutala and teach. He used to get very <laughs> happy. So I never dreamt one day I'll be in radio and so forth. So all the Shafi kitabs that we teach, I taught it. I only saw it there in Dalum first time in my life. You must remember that. And then we started teaching. And once you teach it two, three, four, five years, then it becomes very, very easy for you. You must remember that. Therefore, when I give advice to the students of ulama and so forth, I always say, learn, teach. Teaching is the best way of learning. Teaching is the best way of learning. But you must make proper mutala and you must study properly. You can't go there and half the time you yourself, you never studied properly, never prepared properly. That is khiyanat in amanat, that is committing breach of trust, obviously. Listen also to know, Ustad, is it permissible to work for a fireworks company or not to start? Not permissible. Remember all Shaitaniyat that I was now in Durban and you know I love reading. Anything I get I just read in Arabic, Urdu, English, this. So any newspaper, book I see and all that, I just take it and I start reading. 
So now I picked up there the airport when I was leaving Saturday morning from there. So they had the Sunday, the Saturday Independent, Saturday Independent, and they had the witness. So I just took that. I said, one I will read, and the other one I'll keep it away. And when I finish with that, then I'll read the other one. So, mashallah, I see they got about Diwali. So that the Hindus want to do is their business. So, but me and you as Muslim, for us to sell fireworks, for Guy Fawkes, for Diwali, for Christmas, for New Year, all haram, all these things here. Yeah. To buy it, to sell it, and all that, to, to, to promote it, advertise it, all haram. Quran says, وَلَا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ Chapter 5, verse number 2. Do not cooperate in sin and vices. And remember this, you go and buy. There's fireworks and though hundreds of rain, thousands of rain. And what, what noise it makes and so forth. Sometimes you think it's like a bomb, you know. And the dogs are running helter-skelter. They're terrified. And you must remember that for Muslims, that Quran says, when you indulge in these type of activities, chapter 17, verse 27 the people who squander their wealth in all these haram things see Saudi Arabia for their national day 23rd September million million dollars they spent these are haramis kafir government what you expect from them not one Salafi alim will condemn MBS because they get money from them so you must remember that the Murtad bin Shaitan so this uh, so for you to work in such a company is haram because your money also receives your wages is haram and it is tainted polluted contaminated not permissible someone says you start is it permissible to clamp the tubes to prevent falling pregnant if not which birth control method is permissible my sheikh says it's permissible and it was done at the time of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam ustad you must tell your sheikh you must show us which book <laughs> that they were clamping the tubes of the ladies wallahi hadha buhtanun azim that is a big big lie against the sahabiyat and so forth but he knows that you chaps are just naive you know and you just fall for anything I told it one person now, you must remember in Durban. Oh, no, 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 now when I came back mm-hmm. here. So the one person asked me a question, so I won't take the name. So he said, I told him that this guy used to give lectures there in Cape Town and that. Then while giving a lecture, he just stops. And then he said, oh, my sheikh phoned me from overseas, you mm-hmm. see. Then he make his speaking to his sheikh. But all the time, nobody phoned him nothing, you don't understand. So just to impress the murids and so forth. And the, then they all caught up with him. They kicked him out from there and all this. Uh, he left a trail of debts and everything, so you must remember that. <laughs> so that's how they fool you. You must remember this. It's all haram, this, brother. That you must remember to close the tubes and dust and all that ligation that they call is all haram in Islam. In Islam, you must remember you want to space children, all that, so you can have a reverse method. You can't have irreversible methods and so forth. Totally haram, that is. So these type of sheikhs, my advice to you, if really he said so, then it's best you leave him out and move somewhere else. Mm. They themselves corrupted and they lead you also astray. I've got a sister Matilda. She says, uh, good evening, uh, to you, A.K. after the birth of Jesus Christ by the Virgin Mary, did she give birth to other children? Sister Matilda Ustad. 
My sister Matilda, thank you very much. Late at night, you're staying awake, and I hope you're enjoying the program. When you non-Muslims ask the questions, I really feel elated, delighted. You're showing interest and so forth. My sister, these are my messages to you. Well, Matilda, write it down or make a note of it. Mariam equals Mary, right? So if I say Mariam, it means Mary. So her name, Plavname Nami Ismigrami, honorable name, is mentioned 34 times in the Noble Quran. We call her Mariam Al-Azra, Mary the Virgin. Mariam Al-Batul, Al-Munqatiya Aminar Rijal. She moved away from a toxic society and went to a pure place and chaste place and so forth. And remember, her only child was Jesus, Nabi Isa, alayhi salatu salam. And no strange male touched her and she was a chaste lady and Jesus, his name Mubarak, blessed name Isa is mentioned 25 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 19 is dedicated to Mary Surah Maryam. She is the only lady whose name is mentioned explicitly in the Noble Quran. The Quran calls both my sister Matilda Ayatain. Mother and son are both signs and symbols of all Mighty Allah Jalla Maryam means Abida, the one who worships Almighty Allah, and Jesus, Isa, means to be fair in complexion and a leader. Now, three things I have to rectify you, my sister, with due respect, Matilda. You are the one, you all believe, 25th December is the birth of Jesus, one big fat lie. It's not mentioned in the Bible, it's not mentioned in any authentic book. This is the figment of people's imagination. You come to Quran, Quran speaks about Rutaban Janiyah, the fresh, fresh dates. <laughs> so you've been to Palestine or not, I'm not sure, but I've been there five times with Allah's help, Allah's mercy. So June, July is the summer months there. That's the time you get Rutaban Janiyah, the fresh, fresh dates. Not December time, December time is midwinter there. Go look in your Luke, the Bible, L-U-K-E. Go look there in Luke, my sister, and you will see the animals were grazing and so forth. That doesn't happen winter time. That happens summertime. So it shows that they hijacked the whole Christianity and fooled the people. Therefore, you don't even have consensus on that. Some of you, you celebrate on 25th December, others celebrate in January. The Orthodox Church in Russia, the Coptic Church in uh, Cairo in Egypt so all this here are there so authentic things you can refer to it authentic meaning for you all that you'll differ in it but the, uh, what I'm telling you is authentic that's what I mean second one is this whole Easter thing of your people's Good Friday and Easter Monday another cooked up story so now if you say Jesus is God right sister Matilda or you say Jesus is son of God so which kind of God is that that he gets crucified so you must remember that so you must remember so crucifixion took place is it a myth is it a fiction is it truth is it a big lie so the Jutlas the Haramis the Jews they never killed Jesus they never crucified him they attempted to but Almighty Allah Jalla Allah protected him and saved him <laughs> second one my sister if you say he's son of God so how come God didn't help his son how is he going to help you and the people in the world yeah. so you must remember that Third one, my sister, go ask your pastor, your priest, your pope. In Matthew and all that in the Bible is written, right? I'm paraphrasing it. So you must remember that Jesus will be like Jonah. You listening to me, Matilda, my sister? 
Jesus will be like Jonah. Jonah is in the belly of the fish for three days, three nights. So he will be three days, three nights in the belly of the earth. So you say, Christians, that Jesus was crucified, which we reject totally, Friday evening, so Friday night he was in the belly of the earth, according to you. Saturday he was in the belly of the earth. And Saturday night, Sunday morning, when Mary Magdalene came, then the tomb is empty. Which tomb? The Holy Sepulchre. And I'll tell you about that also now. So it was two nights and one day, not three days, three nights, as the Bible says. So who's lying, my sister? Christmas, they're lying to you. Easter, they're lying to you. They're lying to you about Jesus. You must remember he was crucified and so forth and so on. And then, my sister, if you've been to Palestine, in front you get Aqsa, at the back you get Dome of the Rock, the beautiful golden dome which the Jutlas, Haramis want to demolish. Allah cursed them and dismantled the apartheid regime of Israel. Behind that you get Kanisatul Qiyama, you get the Holy Safalka. I went right inside there. So they say Jesus was buried there. So you must remember. And who is who has the keys to the most important and most sacred place in Christendom? Who has the keys, my sister? Do you know? <laughs> From 1187 Gregorian calendar till today, the Muslims have the, calendar, the keys for your church. Every morning, the Muslims open the Christian church. Every evening, the Muslims close it. Why? They said, if you give it to the Catholic, the Protestants will protest. We give it to the Lutherans, the Anglicans will object. Object. We give it to the Anglicans, the Lutherans will object. So there will be scops, kit and donor among yourselves. You will be fighting like cats and dogs. So rather give it to the Muslims. What do you say, my sister Matilda? Hmm. See? I, see, uh, I see I'm the pastor. I just heard your answer for sister Matilda. Your answer is not authentic. The pastor will start. Yes, why is not authentic? Break any one of my arguments. Break any one. Hmm. It's very easy to say not authentic. Break any one of it. I challenge you on that. So you must remember that Christianity is a dying religion. There's no Christianity. You see Saul, he's a Jutla, Harami, Mm. and Saul came and he said he saw a vision, a dream. And then he changed the whole Christianity. What you are teaching, pastor, is not Christianity which Christ, Jesus Christ taught and Jesus peace people taught. You are teaching the people the Pauline theory. Christmas is on 25th December and Easter is thus and you must remember Trinity. Jesus never taught all these things here. So you take in the people for a good ride and therefore people are fed up, you must remember, of Christianity and your Pope and pastors and all. You're more busy with the pedophilia and troubling the small children and troubling the boys and all that. You know what Christianity is doing, my brother. So don't don't come and tell me not authentic. You must break my arguments with evidence. That is, don't come make stories here, my brother. So you must come and break the arguments. Mm. Yeah. But is it advisable for girls to learn archery? So you must remember, we will not advise them that they go in public and they start doing all these type of things. Nowadays, if you're in a country like South Africa, so you must remember that we will tell you that in your house or in a secret, a safe place, you must learn to be a sharpshooter. You understand? So the men must know how to use guns. They must know how to use the bow and arrows. You must learn archery. You must learn all these things. For the ladies, so you must remember that you can't be 
going outside and learning all these type of things there that while you're learning somebody come and they hijack you then so a lot of problems you must remember these type of things there so therefore we will advise it for the man but not for the woman yes woman you can learn other things you must remember very good so that's good but now all these kind of things where you have to go outside and all that compromise yourself and the Islamic teaching that we won't advocate at all okay our time is up for tonight so inshallah next up my brother Lukolo will have four parts of the of the podcast yes four parts I'll send it to Mona Arafat and Mona will send it out and I also will send it out inshallah Aziz and then remember will be Hafiz Yusuf Kala my brother from Dalum Newcastle and thereafter Hazrat Mona Ibrahim Devala Saab that dusre ka khial karna think of others take others into consideration also and the best gift we can give to people is teach them about Islam and Iman so that is Hazrat Maulana's message tomorrow 4 o'clock inshallah Mona Arafat Junaid Mota Riyaz Mota will be firing on all cylinders 428 429 inshallah Adhan will go for Fajr and 435 or so 436 I'll be downstairs inshallah and we will start with the program with the help and mercy of all when we should sit there by Hazrat you know so then Hazrat say now Shab time to go and sleep good night so we say Assalamu Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته فضيلة الأستاذ حضرة مولانا مفتي عبد القادر حسين حفظه الله. Well up next is Hafiz Kala Sahib. Uh, thereafter the Urdu lecture. We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning. Myself فضيلة الأستاذ حضرة مولانا سليم كريم تعمل بركاتهم. اللهم اهدنا واهدبنا واهدنا سجميعا. سلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته.